Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Backseat Banter. My name is Jonathan Silver, and I'm joined with a very special guest on this episode of Carpool Edition, Edward Davis, a sports agent and a former college football player. Uh, it is a pleasure having you on the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, uh, hopefully, we have a great conversation today, and we can cover some things that our fans have been asking us about. So uh, let's get right into it. As a sports agent, do you love the game of football? And if so, when did that start? Uh, did it start as your time as quarterback at Virginia State or even before then? You know what? Uh, I, I love sports in general. Um, football is always, has always been a passion of mine. I don't know if it's because it's the best sport that I you know, was an uh, athlete in. Mm -hmm. or if I just like it. Um, but I mean, I, I loved it from um, day one. And um, I forgot what else you said. What else did you ask? Um, if it started as your time as a QB. Oh, Virginia no, yeah, State. I loved I loved it before um, I start. I got to college. Um, that's what you know, that that passion fueled me to get a, a scholarship to go to Virginia State. Um, my dream actually was to go to University of Georgia, went and played mm -hmm. Division One football. But uh, unfortunately, I, I, that didn't happen. So I had to go and uh, play uh, at Virginia State University, which was still a good experience um, as well. And now that that's all behind you and you're focusing now on the present and the future, how has, you know, this love for sports stemmed into your career of choice now being a sports agent? Well, um, I, my, my original goal was to go to the Atlanta Falcons to play for my hometown team. Mm -hmm. but unfortunately, I, I, I didn't make that uh, transition to the NFL, so I pivoted and um, I, I became an NFL sports agent. I'm taking the NBA agent next test next month, so hopefully I'll be entering that space pretty soon. Um, but it's, it's really just I just wanted to stay close to the game. My passion um, was to uh, play in sports you know, work with sports. Um, I wanted to be an advocate for athletes uh, to help them on and off the field and, and, and during their career and after it. Yeah, that's, that's some really good stuff. Maybe, you know, that you're talking about the dreams that you had going to play for uh, Georgia and then the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe you can help these young players um, reach those goals, which for me, uh, looking at it for you, what would it mean to you to help some of these guys fulfill their dreams and, and is that like a driving passion and motivation for what you're doing right now yes honestly that is the best part about what i do um knowing that i'm playing a a a pivotal role and um helping people to achieve their dreams so this past draft we was able to get um, travis reed from south alabama and christian angelo from hampton university we were able to uh, get them into the league Travis signed with uh, the Indianapolis Colts on draft day and Christian signed with the New York Giants. And that meant a lot to us because, you know, going into the draft, they were unranked players. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with COVID going on, um, they canceled the pro days. They didn't have invites to all-star games or, or, you know, in, in the uh, combine. So it was a, a really uphill battle. And for us to achieve that, you know, in uncertain um, circumstances, it was it was uh, extremely rewarding for us. As a so, you, so you touched on a little bit the how the pandemic affected the pro days and all and the combine and all that stuff. But is there any other way uh, that people may not know that you have had to deal with the pandemic? Um, I'm I'm sure 
there are countless of things you had to go around and and being that there was a lack of sports being played also a lack of ability to get those players the the training days and and seeing those teams how were you able to overcome that and are there still any road bumps that you're trying to get over right now um yes we're still feeling the the residual effects of the COVID um just starting the season um a lot of guys that were undrafted to a uh, two of our clients, they had to um, deal with a preseason with no preseason games. And the problem with that is the lack of exposure. So you can do really good at one team, um, but end up getting cut due to numbers. Um, but if you have preseason games, you know, other teams around the league will be able to take notice and then they will sign you. But this year they didn't have any of those games. So if you were coming into the season and um, you're a rookie, and you get cut, it's going to be extremely difficult to get back into the league because they have nothing to go off of. And then as far as recruiting this year, a lot of players that we were recruiting um, because of the extra year, um, they ended, they decided to go back mm -hmm. another year. So, so that kind of halted the, the progress of trying to get more players into the NFL and, and potentially uh, getting more players under your agency. So exactly. And not only that, but it 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 um it, it made it so that the players that we were recruiting, um, or that the players that are coming out in the draft, it made the bigger agencies pay a little bit more mm -hmm. to to get those type of players. So, um, it, it was really really difficult this year as an agent to uh to thrive. So what are you doing to separate yourself from these bigger agencies? Because it's a very competitive field. And I, I, I know it must have been difficult to enter it. So what are you going to be able to do for the players that want to go and sign for you and checkmate um, rather than a bigger agency? I think that um, right now, the only way to compete is to be creative. Um, you can't outspend the big firms. You know, they have multiple investors and, you know, it's, it's, you're going to lose that battle. So all you can do right now is just be creative and, you know, work on, um, be, you know, going, as they say in baseball, hit where they're, hit where they're not. Mm -hmm. So whatever they're doing and what they're not doing, just go there and try to be an uh, innovator in that space. Um, as, as a company, Checkmate, we are focusing more on marketing um, as far as um getting our clients endorsements and marketing contracts on and off the fields and establishing a, a path for them when their career is over. Um, because a lot of times agents, we, you know, we go after the big fish and because it's not a lot of work that has to be done, you sign them and then, you know, the endorsement is going to come because they're who they are, yeah. but players that are, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh round guys, or, you know, players who may be on the practice squad, they really don't get endorsements like that because they're not as marketable. Mm -hmm. um so we're we're fo we're focusing on um on the marketing side of things to help uh our our clients and um bring value to our clients do you have any specific goals for for marketing or or checkmate as a whole well our goal right now is just to grow as a company um i started the company myself and you know with a couple of other with a couple of other um, people that wanted to get into space. So it's like four of us right now. Um, but we wanted to grow the company into a mid-sized boutique firm. And how we're doing that is we're offering a, a sports agent uh, web class. 
And um, if you if if anybody's interested in becoming a sports agent, they should check it out. It's at sportsagentmasterclass.com. Um, and that is what we're doing to um, teach people and educate them on um, the our business, the space. And if they're interested, we'll allow them to come work with us. Okay, so it, it's kind of like opening a path um, to getting into such a difficult field that you have already established yourself in uh, currently, and you're opening the the space to more people who want to get involved. That's some great stuff you're you're doing not only uh, for for the brand checkmate, but for the community as well, because we know that during the pandemic, it's it's been difficult for some people to to get. Uh, positions in companies and, and certain things like that. So it's it's really inspiring what you're doing over there, um, trying to open up the market, not only for the, the bigger people, you know, and, and it's such a competitive market, it's hard to enter it, but you're, you're allowing for other people to not only start in the market, but come work for you as well. Yeah, it's it, it was extremely difficult for me to get into the business. So uh, when I finally got in and, and, and became an agent, I knew I wanted to give back. And um, this is how I feel, you know, it's the best way to to give back and, and to, you know, be efficient in what we're doing. Mm -hmm. How specifically are you training the next wave of, of sports agents? So basically, we have a six week um, web class that we meet every Monday. Uh, Monday uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we're just breaking down the the game, uh, basically everything that we're doing. Um, you know, I don't want to say too much on here, but everything mm -hmm. that it takes to become a successful sports agent. And then from there, uh, we're just going out to different networking events. So we're going to the Senior Bowl, the Super Bowl, um, NFL Combine, in, in NBA Summer League, things of that nature, just to get, you know, not only are we going to educate them, but we're going to help them to build their contacts and networks in the business as well. So the point is at the end of the class that they are a competent and um, legit sports agent. Okay, so now looking at it from a player's perspective, how did you start working with some of these prospects and how do you make the connections that you have made uh, to build the rapport with some of these younger guys before they enter the league? Uh, it's, it's, it's all about just building relationships, being a genuine person, reaching out to them um, via either social media, through a coach, through a friend, um, whatever road leads to that, that individual player. And then just um, going to them and just being a genuine person. Don't come in trying to be a, a car salesman or, you know, real salesy type of person. Just let them know, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm an I'm athlete agent. Um, would love to talk to you about your plans for next year and then, you know, go from there. Yeah. I mean, that's probably one of the most important things with some of these bigger uh, firms or agencies coming at players, just as, as they're another asset, you guys give it more of a genuine feel that they're your players and you're going to take care of them no matter what. And, and speaking more on that, um, why do you think so many athletes struggle financially after their playing years and what advice would you give to some younger athletes before they, they go in, into the bigger market or the bigger leagues, uh, knowing that, that their future isn't guaranteed? I think a lot of players struggle with their finances because we don't, um, people in general, um, there's, there's a lack of financial education. We don't know what we don't know. So, you know, if you can't manage a thousand dollars, you know, and you get a hundred million dollars, you're still not going to be able to manage it. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, um, athletes, they hire people 
Um, and unfortunately, those you know, a lot of you know these people may just see them as a, 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 a as an asset. Mm-hmm. They do, you know, they may not give them the best advice. They just give them the advice to keep their job, you know. And then once they get out the league and things start to happen, um, that's when people you know show their true colors. And, you know, that's that's just an unfortunate event. But um, something I would like to tell athletes is to um, try to humble yourself before God does it. And what I mean by that, a lot of times, you know, people wait until they hit rock bottom before they start to, you know, be humble. And being humble doesn't mean allowing people to walk over you. Being humble just means, you know, you don't think you're better than anybody. And um, if you do that and just treat people the right way before something bad happens, a lot of times, you know, bad things won't happen. But if you, you know, if you're on a high horse and I say this because I used to be that way, um, God, he will, they, you know, they'll humble you. He'll humble you. So you at at Checkmate, um, do you specifically do anything for the players that you have signed under you? to help them for their future financially and, and kind of prepare them for if they do get humbled, uh, which is, it seems as it's inevitable, people will inevitably get humbled. Um, what do you guys do to, to help prepare these guys for that situation? Well, I don't want to say everybody's going to be humbled in the sense of like bad things are going to happen, but life is life. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think we can all say we've been humbled with COVID. So, um, the thing, the thing I will say for our, for our clients, we try to, um, we do a good job cause we just do, we just do marketing and negotiating the contracts. We do not, um, deal with the money. That is the financial advisors mm-hmm. job. And, um, but at, for our company, we actually sit down with our clients and we interview, um, the financial advisors and we make sure that they have a solid, legit, uh, proven, uh, track record of success and you know have a plan for them in place for when they're playing and after their career so that's just what it's about just having a plan um so that when when they're done playing uh whatever sport it is they're playing they will be able to walk away um and still have you know a, a good quality of life i'm sorry wife just walked in kind of threw me off no worries i i totally get what you're saying there that not only their time currently and as you know, they're, they're playing the sport, but after they're playing the sport is also very important to manage not only financially, but health wise as well. And you're, you're right. We've all been humbled during the pandemic and it's, it's been unfortunate in, in the way that it kind of halted life uh, for many people. Um, but I, I kind of want to get in to your brand a little bit, because when you, when you look at checkmate, it's very intriguing. Uh, what was the inspiration behind the chess theme, uh, um, actually it was checkmate started back when I was in a freshman in um, college. It was checkmate entertainment at the time. I was a, it was a party, um, promo team that I had and it came because I was thinking of great, um, you know, names and logos. And I thought about Nike and then they said Nike represented victory in Greece. And somehow, you know, I thought about check, you know, checkmate. And I was like, that represents victory mm-hmm. and uh, chess. And I said, you know what? I, I like the idea of strategy and planning. And I said, you know what? Let's 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 roll with checkmate. So when I launched the um, sports company, um, you know, I was thinking about other names. And I said, you know what? I mean, I like that one. 
So I, I just rolled with it. Yeah, I mean, that's really cool that that it's not only just a cool name and a cool, easy way to, to market it, but like it has a deeper meaning. Like you're oh, yeah. saying with Nike, the swoosh, it's, it stands for victory. Uh, checkmate, obviously, is the, the winning move in chess. So uh, they're really cool strategy. Um, uh, last question here. Uh, what are you planning for the future of Checkmate other other than the NBA? Because that's a whole nother conversation in itself. Oh, but yeah. um, maybe we can have one of those in the future again. But what is the next step, uh, especially with the pandemic? You know, hopefully the, it's it's behind us soon. I think this the, the pandemic taught us to to reset. So right now, you know, um, prior to the pandemic, we were moving fast. We, you know, we were growing as, you know, we were just happy to be in the business and we were sprinting and just, you know, going all out. Um, but now, you know, this this pandemic allowed me to reset and rethink things. And uh, as a company, we're focused just on growing um, internally and making the next move our best move, you know, not, you know, no pun intended, but, you know, we just want, we, we're realizing that um, just being really transparent with you, the athlete uh, agent space right now, it's, it's not as profitable as people would think it is because the margins are, are, are really low due to, um, you know, other agents pricing people out the market. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of, you know, it's a lot of people in the business that's just in it just to say they're agents, but they're not really making money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got into the business to, you know, give, you know, give back, but also to make money. Yeah. And so now we're really just trying to figure out, you know, what is the the best way and um, the most efficient way to run our business in the space, you know, when we're competing against, you know, the bigger firm. So um, right now we're just, um, evaluating, you know, trying to make sure that uh, we don't have to go through what we went through um, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we decided to take this year um, off for recruiting because we don't know if we're going to have a combine. Mm-hmm. We don't know if we're going to have a pro day. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of things that we didn't feel comfortable investing, you know, thirty to forty thousand dollars in the players, and then they don't have a combine or they don't have a pro day, and then they slide in the draft like a lot of players did last year. Yeah, it's kind of like a wait and see kind of thing. You exactly. have to see the opportunities that that come your way, and then uh, you you got to play chess. You know, exactly, um, exactly. Make the right moves at the right time. You'll you'll come out on top eventually Bingo. if you stay on it. So, um, thank you for for joining me in this great conversation. Let the people know one more time where they can find you. Um, thank you for having me again. My name is uh, Edward Davis, NFL sports agent with Checkmate Sports. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. My name, my um, Twitter name is IG name is call my agent underscore. Again, call my agent underscore. Also, we have a free web class for anybody that wants to get into athlete representation. You do not need a college degree, um, man or woman. And the website is www.sportsagentmasterclass.com. Thank you so much for joining me again. Make sure to go check him out. Uh, he's got really uh, amazing stuff going on over there at, at Checkmate Sports. So uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Hopefully we can have you on again soon to talk about the, the NBA industry because we, we're big on the NBA over here at Backseat Banter. Oh, yeah, that's a different animal. So mm-hmm. I look forward to speaking with you about that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, uh, everybody listening on Apple, Spotify, 
please make sure to leave a rating and a subscription if you did enjoy. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.